We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us all over the place for the most part. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Omni, 1080thefan.com, radio.com, Stitcher, wherever else you find your podcasts. Uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, review, and download all the episodes because it does help us out. Social media, Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. Uh, is our page. You can DM us there and the personal pages. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram. Bam! Done! Here we go! Sometimes I forget to do that right away and I'm like, oh wait, it's been 10 minutes and now I have to do this awkward (laughs) like formatic thing that we do for the podcast. It's done! Now you don't have to worry about it. Um, But it does help. It does help. Wink, wink. Um, Boy, oh boy. Next week's episode is going to be very exciting. I hope so. Uh, You hope so? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> wait what uh, are we doing next week oh you know oh, okay i believe hopefully. next i believe next thursday is going to have been 10 days yes hopefully almost two exactly by the way um so next thursday we uh we've got a hopefully very exciting thing to discuss with you all um in this week we and that does not include the what's in the box we yep. are taking we're taking a week hiatus from that uh, the box is sitting in the room we're recording in right now with the beers we have yet to touch. Um, like we said, I think we'll 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 dabble in a couple of them in some episodes and then yep. maybe do one bonanza on a Saturday or something. We haven't fully figured it out yet. But um, on today's episode, we are experimenting yet again. Uh, <clears throat> we have two beers in front of us. They are the same beer, but they're not the same beer. Yep. Uh, side saw, A and side B. You saw this in an Instagram picture on the Beers on Us page from one Patrick Harris in his... Uh, beer purchase picture as he has the Von Ebert Fort George collab. I don't know what it's called because your hands are covering them it now. It's called Jealous Butcher. Jealous wait, Butcher. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. It says Jealous Butcher, Von Ebert, and Fort George, a limited edition collaboration. So whatever is that Jealous what Butcher is, no, it, it says Jealous Butcher on it. Yeah. So that must be what it's called. Yeah. That's what you just said. Yeah, I guess so. Jealous it just butcher. made it look like it was part of the... Like part of the collab. All right. Well, we're getting into semantics. The name yeah, of the beer jealousbutcher.com. Very confused. Very confused. The name of the beer looks like it's Jealous Butcher. Uh, yes. And it's a Pilsner <clears throat> and a Dry Hop Pilsner. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be experimenting because it's the same beer but different and uh, kind of trying to figure out how the dry hopping changed the character of the beer. So that's what we'll be getting into here in a moment. Uh, but for weekend beer, I had a very interesting weekend beer. If you saw my Instagram picture. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I decided this week to do four beers I had never had before. Nice. Uh, not necessarily breweries I'd never had before, but I went to Market of Choice, which is, God, I love their beer selection. It's so good. Um, and I found four beers that I had never seen before, and I went, yep, 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 yep. Guess what? I liked them all. Nice. Uh, there was not one... There was not one dud in the bunch. I got myself a Thunder Island Brewing Remember the Forest India Pale Ale. I had not seen Thunder Island Brewing canned at all, and I had not been there yet in Cascade Locks. Uh, That was delightful. Um, I got the uh, Stillwater Artisanal, uh, which was a, a critical thinking imperial stout. I can't remember exactly where that brewery is. I want to say it's East Coast somewhere. Uh, I thought Stillwater, Oklahoma, hence the name Stillwater, but I was wrong. No, you are wrong. They're in Maryland. Aha, look at you. Yeah. Oh, that was a really good Imperial Stout. Like, whoo! They tend they tend to happy. do they tend to do a lot of really cool stuff. Um I don't I haven't Hence had, the name artisanal. Yeah, I haven't had a ton of like IPAs, pale ales from them, but they they tend to do a lot of really kind of fun outside the box. They can almost everything and we see a decent pipeline here in Portland for them. It's the first I had seen of it. The can was awesome. It's like this like marbled black and white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it looks really, really cool. Uh, I got the left hand brewing nitro imperial stout called the Galactic Cowboy. Yeah. Um, I had had left hand's milk stout mm-hmm. probably 10, 15 times at yep, this yep. point, but that I hadn't the seen the famous one we see here. I hadn't seen the other ones. And I was curious how an imperial stout was going to be on nitro in a can because mm. I've had imperial stouts nitro before. Or I've had stouts nitro before. And I'm not a huge, I-, I used to be a big nitro guy and I've kind of trended away from it as I've, I've continued to like stouts. No, I like bubbles, so um, I'm not a big nitro guy. But it was <clears throat> really interesting having the nitro character with the Imperial Stout because it it, it changed kind of the the like booziness to it. Mm-hmm. It made it less boozy because it was a little bit flatter. Yeah. Uh, it made that flavor pop less and it just kind of made the other flavors kind of come out more. So I like that a lot. And then I had uh, a Surly Brewing out of Minnesota, the their Hell Lager. Uh, that was probably my least favorite of the bunch. I've had Surly before. Uh, actually, I think I've been to Surly before. But um, we're spoiled with great Hell's Lagers out here. I know. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't bad or anything. It was a solid beer. But, man, we've got some great Hell's out here. So I'm I had that, lucky. and I was like, <clears throat> this is good, but but it's not yeah, fair enough this or this or this or this or this or, <laughs> or this. this or that yeah yeah so those are my that was my weekend beer i was i was very excited to do that like four new ones because sometimes i go back to old reliables and this mm. one was like nope trying all new things let's go uh my weekend beer is i i, I got basically nothing um i drank some stuff at home <clears throat> uh i was out at grains of wrath the other day for some lunch my girlfriend was out of town so i ran up to her place to to check on the house for a couple things and Stopped in at Grains and had lunch and watched TV and BS with those guys. I watched the United uh, Southampton game. Hell which yeah. Was, which was quite an entertaining game. Yes, it was. Go Saints, go Saints, yeah. go Saints. And uh, and I checked out the uh, Super Secret Beer Club at Bear Lick yesterday. Just trying to trying to read some of my book and sit out in the sun. That was quite nice. I liked how they did it there. Uh, and today I think I'm going to run to Wayfinder and see how that's going. Yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot. I am going to Astoria this weekend, so it's interesting that we're going to drink these Fort George beers because I'm I'm headed out there okay. for a day. You said you might have been going to Hood River. You changed to Astoria? We changed to Astoria, Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <clears throat> um, yeah, we uh, we had some good Barrelick beers this week too, drink. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, already... The, po- the Post Everything was really nice. Yeah. The Golden Mild was really good. I'm already going to forget the name. They their, their new double IPA. Hex. Hex. Oh, that my was God. really good. That too. was really good. I know. Good. I need to get some can. I need to get my hands on some cans of that because uh, I enjoyed that. That was really, really good. And so. you're more of a double IPA guy than I am. But Correct. I, but that was 
That was made like kind of my style of double IPAs. It had Galaxy in it, though. I know. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? And you liked it? Yeah, I did like it. Wow. I know. Are you turning over a new no, leaf? No, 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 no. There's no bad hop. It's just about how you use it. <laughs> okay. And sometimes people use it to be like prominent feature. Right. And when it's like a galaxy hazy, I'm a face. Uh, I'm not super jazzed about it. <laughs> but I like that light body, low sweetness kind of double IPA. I can handle that. It was That was a, a surprising sip when I first had that one. So uh, that was quite good uh, drink. All right. Let's do our let's experiment. Cool. I'm actually really intrigued by this because the cans look super cool. Um, they look like records. It's yeah. like side A and side B. It reminds me of Gigantic's LP Stout. They've mm. got a record on that <clears throat> bottle. Um, it, but uh, Von Ebert and Fort George, not a collab that I would have necessarily expected. Ditto. Um, but uh, I- I'm very, very curious to see how the two of them work together on this. So what are you pouring? This is just the regular Pilsner you're pouring here? This is just the Pilsner, Yep. Uh, let's see. And on the label, this is the green can. Yeah. And there's gotta be something more to this. Like maybe, maybe I'll pull up the phone while Mike's talking at some point and see if I can get some more info on this. And maybe that's something what jealous butcher is, uh, jealousbutcher.com, cascaderecordpressing.com. So it looks kind of like a record. Um, Jealous Butcher Records. Oh, it says right there. Here, oh, there so it's go. the name of a record store. And then, um, this one is called Califone, crazy as a loon. Prime McLaughlin. I wonder if that is... What is happening on this can? It is very confusing. Yeah, I wonder if that's an actual song. So that could be kind of cool. Maybe from a real artist. Califone might be the artist. And then the second one says uh, The Hackles, Baby Keys, and Jealous Golden Butcher Promise. Records is in Portland. Okay, Golden Promise, If She Were Gone. However, I don't know what this beer is dry hopped with. I'm ver- uh, this can is very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because you're, you're just reading things, and I'm like, what yeah, does yeah. this have to do with the beer? Yeah. I don't know. All right, so our tall, skinny glasses are the regular Pilsner. Correct. And the rounded offshoot beer glasses are the dry hop Pilsner. And I did that because I was hoping, you know, one of the... one of the, Sorry, I was a little far away from the microphone there. <clears throat> one of the major... One of the, like, major things you're going to get out of dry hopping is aroma. Okay. You're going to get flavor as well, but, you you know, a lot of it comes from aroma. So I thought the best idea was use the Pilsner glass for the Pilsner, but then let the the wide the wide mouth glass kind of hopefully let maybe some of the hop aroma shine a little bit. Well, I just took a sniff of both, and you are correct already. The aroma of the dry hopped one pops and stands out as wildly different, by the way, than the actual straight up Pilsner. Um, the, the, the Pilsner... Kind of smells just like a regular Pilsner. You kind of get the... Ooh, yeah. You kind of get the Pilsner malt smell right off the top of it. A little bit of sweetness. And then you you smell the dry hopped one. And it smells almost dry like... It's got a little haze to yeah, it, Yeah, it almost smells a little bit danker. Ooh, yeah. It kind of comes across as like uh, an IPA f- forward idea versus just like a, a Pilsner, which is really interesting. Yeah, I really want to know what they hop this with. So I am going to jump on their website. I will we say, I don't know if it's the glass, and maybe this is something you can answer. The head on the Pilsner is way floofier. Is uh, that because it's the glass? It could be the glass and the way I poured it. <clears throat> because <clears throat> because that one has the wide mouth, so there's yeah. more area for it to kind of chill into where gotcha. this is a little more constricted. Yes. So the when the beer is going in, it's coming in a little harder and... It's just going to naturally give us a little, and that's little what more she head. said. Um, Coming in a little harder with a little more head. 
<laughs> I didn't even hear that last part. Yeah, you cut me off. It was ready to go good. I'm sorry. I'm no, you're sorry. fine. You're you, fine. You had the softball lobbed up for me, and I, I swung too early. It was too slow of a pitch. I'm sorry. Um, that reminds me, small, quick aside story while you're looking that up. Uh, I went down to Salem Kaiser Volcano Stadium. Oh, uh, yeah. How was that? On Thursday last week, <clears throat> two weeks ago, last week, uh, with, uh, with a group of people who were doing a fantasy football draft and they did the rent out the stadium thing. Uh, I, I played baseball in high school, but I haven't swung a baseball bat. No, I don't know. 10 years. <laughs> um, they had a pitching machine set up and you know, the L screen was out there. So, you know, you could have someone feed in the machine. Mm-hmm. The machines max speed was 52 miles an hour. <laughs> and at 52, it was like all, every pitch was high. So the only way you could get the pitches to go over the plate was at 46 miles an hour. <laughs> And let me tell so you you're something. you're just crushing them. No, you're missing them all. Because let me, here's the sweet spot for, if you are a somewhat capable athlete and have any hand-eye coordination at all, and you've played baseball at some point in your life, but you haven't played in a while, 60 to 65 is a sweet spot to kind of get some timing down, uh, get some get some good contact. you telling me that I could hit a ball? At 65? Yeah. I don't know. Are you a good athlete with somewhat decent hand-eye coordination that played baseball? No, no, yes. <laughs> so maybe not. Um, <laughs> I played baseball. I wouldn't go with like the other two. <laughs> uh, wh- when you go to a pitching machine and you start, at least for me, the max I would get up to is like eighty, where I could actually still hit it and then like hit it well. You're not gonna make contact, but you're just fouling it off when it gets faster. At forty five, dude, the ball is coming, and you're just like. Oh, I got to swing. I want to swing. I want to swing. But you're waiting and you're waiting. And then you're still reaching for it because it's so slow. I mean, I made contact, plenty of contact, but none of it was good contact. Oh, man, I bet you I could smack some balls around at that speed. 46. I just it's 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 funny because it was just so slow and you think, OK, I'll get used to it. I'll get used mm-hmm. to the speed. And it's just like, who's hitting 46 miles an hour? Who can do that at this point? Maybe is an, me. Is that an excuse? Maybe me. Am I making an excuse for sucking? You could be. Maybe. Maybe it's just really built for like, like was anybody else doing well? No. Oh, interesting. Yeah, a lot of people were struggling with the speed. The only one who did well was a, he was like a freshman in college who played high school baseball and was good. Yeah, it was just like, look at these meatballs. Yeah. Yuck, 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 yuck. But nobody hit a home run. People were trying. A couple people hit the fence. Uh, well, actually, only that kid hit the fence. Uh, a couple people rolled some balls into the warning track. <laughs> nice. Um, the old the old school double roll the ball <laughs> to the warning track. Uh, everyone was struggling. I mean, a lot of people hadn't swung a bat in a long time. Yeah. So it was like, man, my body does not remember how to do this well. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was sore. Oh, I bet. My shoulders and my chest from just like swinging, I was like, what muscles are these? <laughs> you using wood bats or metal bats? Uh, they gave us wood bats, but because uh, we were having so much trouble hitting them and all, the metal bats were a little bit kinder. Yes. Uh, so I used the metal bat. Um, and uh, it was a lot of fun, though. It was a really cool idea to rent out the stadium. So if you get a group of people, I think it's like a thousand bucks for a night. So a group of people, you put a hundred bucks each, ten, 10 people. 10. That's easy. Super easy. Yeah. And it was a ton of fun. That's cool. So, uh, way to go, Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. And uh, I'm sorry that you're losing your minor league baseball status, but uh, hey, hey. you know, good job making some money when you can't make any money. Mm-hmm. That tangent brought to you by slow pitch softball for a joke that I cut off. <laughs> All right, let's drink the beer. Also, you were looking stuff up, so I wanted to give you some time to look it up. So it was interesting because I was smelling this, and when I smelled the dry hop, that's what made me kind of think, oh, what is this dry hop? I mean, I want to know anyway. <clears throat> but after I smelled it, I because you're a nerd. I I really really wanted to know because it smelled like 
you know, the Pilsner, this Pilsner is made with some Hollertau Milfrew and, you know, other Pilsners around, you're going to see like Hirschbrucker or Liberty or some other stuff like that. <clears throat> and kind of those classic German noble hops. So I was, so it's, you know, always curious, what are they going to dry hop this with? Then I smelled it and I was like, man, that smells like, it smells like IPA hops, mm -hmm. you know, and not like, a, very dank. not like a very hoppy Pilsner, like a Freem Pilsner is very hoppy. Um, something that I really like about that Pilsner, you know, Heater Allen or um, stuff like that. And then I smelled this and I was like, well, it doesn't smell like a Pilsner hop. Uh, Simcoe Citra. Aha. Yeah. I All looked, right. I found it on their website and I looked it up and <clears throat> so I haven't tasted it yet. I've been kind of drinking the Pilsner. Is that where the, is that where <clears throat> some of the dankness is coming from? Yeah, the Simcoe, you yeah, think? Yeah. When you said, you know, oh, it's got a little dankness and I was like, oh, I'll smell it. I was like, why does this smell like an IPA? Exactly. Um, so I've taken sips of both. W wildly different beers. Yeah, I really, I, I really like this Pilsner. Yeah, the Pilsner is really good. Um, there's almost no sweetness mm -mm. in the dry hop Pilsner. It's a little. Oh, I haven't got to that yet. Yeah, in, in the regular Pilsner, it's a little more full yeah. than I tend to like in a Pilsner. But I think this is good. The Pilsner has a little residual sweetness in it, and mm -hmm. then you drink the dry hop one, and it's like, oh, that's gone because the bitterness comes in from the hops they put in. Um, it's very interesting that it's the same beer but different. Yeah, because the. That's why it's an interesting experiment to me because it really doesn't even come close to tasting like the same beer. It it tastes like you're having a completely different beer, in Whoa. my opinion. Um, which it's is cool. It's bitter. Yeah, exactly. It's bitter. It's more of an IPA than a Pilsner. Yeah. I which mean, is, I don't know, is that mislabeled or is that just because no, they, no, they dry hopped it? You know, it's definitely, I mean, I think it's definitely a Pilsner. It doesn't have that ale body to it. But, you know, the dry hopping situation is 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 kind of an interesting thing. It. I don't traditionally get a lot of bitterness out of dry hopping. That usually comes from your kind of kettle whirlpool additions and stuff like that. Um, you know, dry hops for me, I, I tend to get a lot more aroma and then a little extra hop punch in the flavor. Uh, but this is like substantially more bitter yep. than than the Pilsner. I think this actually has more. -hopped. I think the dry hop has more body as well. Yeah. Because it kind of like explodes in the middle of the palate of, with, with uh, some of the dry hop flavor. Whereas the Pilsner seems very, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say one note. It's it's very consistent. There you go. That's a better word to say. To mm -hmm. say. It's a very consistent mouthfeel all the way through. Um, you know, it's a Pilsner and it's got it's got some of the the rich fullness like you talked about. But the dry hop one just pops on your palate right in the yeah. middle. It comes across very dry and bitter at first, and then it's like, "Hi, I'm a beer," and then it goes away really dry and bitter like it does at the back end as well. So this is really interesting. Really uh, the first beer in our new 45 series in our newer 45 barrel fermenters and combines a collaboration with a brewery and a record label. This one is with our friends at Von Ebert and Jealous Butcher Records. Um, the lit can labels and limited release vinyl. Oh. So there's like an actual record. I'm going to Fort George tomorrow. Okay. So I'll take well, I have a, a feeling you probably have to go to, to the record store. I don't, know, maybe, I don't know, maybe they got it at the... Uh, why not? The can labels and limited release vinyl feature music from Califone and Golden Promise, The Hackles. Okay. Yeah, our goal was to brew an honest homage to one of our favorite styles of beer, the German Pilsner. Hollertau, Milfrew, and Pearl, uh, Global Yeast. Yeah, side A is the German Pilsner, straight up. Side B was dry hopped with Simcoe and Citra. 4.5%. Both of them? Yeah. Wow. I mean, dry hopping... 
is not going to change your ABV. Oh, okay. No, your ABV is all created from uh, your hot side, like your initial gravity. From wet hops? No, no, no. You're, <laughs> no that's a whole different thing. Your initial gravity from like basically when you start the beer. So you you start the beer, oh, geez. You have original gravity, and then you get to terminal gravity, and that affects more your ABV than dry hopping. Yeah, I know. You just stare at me more. There's an IPA this beer called is good. There's an IPA called Terminal Gravity IPA. That's a brewery called Terminal oh, Gravity. That's yeah. a that's a brewery. TG and OG. Out yeah. in Joseph, right? Uh Enterprise. Close to Joseph. Close to Joseph. Look at me just hitting home runs trying, right here. Buddy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm t- I'm sorry. You started talking about that. My bl- my brain went blue screen reboot. Yeah, just like whoop, er. I was like, uh at least, I I didn't, at least I didn't give you the red ring of death. I don't know. Did you notice when I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was about to start talking and I I knew. Yeah. Well, I think I was you like, saw- that's more of your like your gravity situation. And I looked at you and you were uh oh. <laughs> yeah, my face I like looked away for two seconds. I think you caught me like I don't know what he's talking about. And you were like, oh, God. Um, yes, thank you for not red ringing of death me. Yes. I did have an Xbox do that for me when I was growing up. That was very sad. Yeah, I bet. And guess what you did? Hmm. A towel trick. Ah, uh, I don't know the towel trick. You wrap the Xbox in a towel so it gets really hot and you turn it on and it fixes the problem. That's weird. And then it's a temp, very temporary solution because, well, guess what? There's no airflow out of it because you've wrapped it in a towel. <laughs> But for some reason, it worked. So, like, I towel tricked it, and it worked for, like, a day. And then it was, like, permanently dead. But that extra day of play I got. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Um, this is, a, yeah, this is a really interesting back and forth to me. I'm actually, as I'm sipping the Pilsner more, the non-dry hopped one, it's it's slightly changing to me as well. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because I'm going back and forth, and maybe it's wrecking my palate. But I uh, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more dryness out of this the regular non-dry hopped one as well at the back end of, yeah, the, of I, the taste. I think it, this is an interesting, uh, this is an interesting experiment we have going on here. I would love now dry hopping with more kind of traditional IPA hops, um, which are really going to showcase a lot of that dry hop character, I think is a really fun thing. I'd be interested to see this beer dry hopped with, you know, it says it's got Hallertau in it. I'd like to see a, an extra addition of that in the dry hop just to see what kind of flavor that gives. Would that change that much? I think it would. I think you're going to I think you're going to get it closer to like a more austere drier pilsner. I guess my question is these two beers are very different. Right, just because the Simcoe and Citra right, right. have so much more Would it be too similar to the pilsner if you dry hopped it with the same hops that are in the pilsner? Maybe to the average consumer Maybe not to somebody diving deep into it. Right. Yeah, so maybe to the average consumer, this is probably the better route to go because then you can really showcase and you can really say, you know, we got to sell beer. And I don't know if somebody sees a dry hop Pilsner and they find out it's got, you can either have this dry hop Pilsner that has Simcoe or Cit- and Citra or you can have this that has, you know, more Hollertau Millfruit or something like that. People are going to probably choose Simcoe Cit- Citra. Do you, which of these two do you like better? I think I like the Pilsner better. I think I like the Dry Hop better. Interesting. Um, I'm not the Pilsner style is one that I've I've come to appreciate more, but it's still not my favorite. Ditto. I'm so, with you. So I think <clears throat> the fact that this is more of an IPA, an ode to an IPA in a Pilsner and the Dry Hop, mm-hmm. I think that's why I prefer it because it's giving me a little bit of that bitterness that I want. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's why I prefer it. And 
you know, it's interesting because I'm with you. I'm not the biggest Pilsner person in the world. <clears throat> there are a few Pilsners that I will drink till the end of time. I'm going to Wayfinder in a minute, so I'm probably going to be drinking some form of lager. Um, their outdoor seating looks delightful yeah, uh, during I COVID. The, I heard they're out in the street, too. Oh, yeah, I saw that on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. So I'm excited to go down there. Although um, I'd rather sit on the deck than in the street, to be honest with Well, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their deck is awesome. The deck is awesome. Um, the... The dry hop is interesting because Simcoe and Citra are two of the probably four most prominent hops that come across my palate. Um, Mosaic will throw in that other one, and then, I don't know, a tie somewhere between, I don't know, Cascade, Amarillo, Eldorado, Strata, something like You're that. You're talking about, like, just ones I, that you like notice? Like, IPA-featured hops. That you like or that you notice? Uh, that I think I just come across the most. Okay, I see. Just, like, the most commonly used stuff, you know? Centennial, Columbus, things like that. Um, where was I going with this? I don't oh, know. So I, I think this is just giving me too much thought of IPA style hopping, which kind of leaves me in this weird kind of limbo land. Like, I need, to, I need to drink more Pilsners, and I need to love more Pilsners, and I think dry hopping them with more traditional IPA hops are a little harder for me to wrap my head around. Because then I'm like, what's with this kind of bready, light-bodied, super hoppy beer? You know, I'm just kind of, I like taste it. I'm like, where's the body? But it is. It, it's a personal preference. It is yeah. not a critique on the beer. I think this beer, for what it is, is really damn cool. It is um, almost like a, an unused style, right? It's almost as if they created a style here. Well. Uh, the IPA. Hop, dry hopped Pilsner. Well, they're called IPLs. They've been around. Is that actually what an IPL mm -hmm. is? Yeah, an IPL is basically... No, I haven't an, seen those in a long an time. An IPL is basically an aggressively hopped lager. Right. And I would I would say traditionally an IPL is dry hopped with more traditional IPA hops. I have not seen a beer like that in a very long time then. Because I remember seeing those from when I first moved here yeah, 10 years ago. Everyone thought it was going to be the new thing and everybody was like, this is dumb. But I think a lot of it was because people weren't doing it well. Yeah, because th this to me is a flavor I haven't really experienced before. Yeah. It's, um, well, you, this... know, you know what you know what it reminds me a little bit of? And um, I forget what, what did, what did they change the name of this to? It was the... That's the Brute IPA. What did they change the name of it to? Um, because everyone hated that it was called a Brute IPA. Oh, and then it kind of changed to like, uh, oh, what did they call it? Did they just call it an extra dry? Yeah, something like that. This reminds me a little bit of that. Okay, because it 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 is very dry. Mm -hmm. Hence, dry hopped. Mm -hmm. But um, it reminds me a little bit of the flavors I get with that because right in the middle of the palate, it kind of gives you that. When we had a bunch of those brewed IPAs, it like sparkles like champagne in the middle of your palate. Mm -hmm. I do get that a little bit with this in the middle where it's just like, pop. Man, I totally forgot about brewed IPAs. Me Ra too. Raise your hand out there if you forgot about brewed IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two hands up. Uh, but it kinda, I have you know, zero because I remembered them. <laughs> well, the IPL, so if, if you want to go down this rabbit hole for a minute, the, the IPL was something that I think people thought was going to be a really cool idea and was really going to pick up, kind of like session IPAs. But then I think what kind of happened was the price point was a little off-putting for people. Because you're using so much more hops, the price point's got to go up. But you're looking at a 4.5% beer. Ah, you know, see. Session IPA is 5%. How do I charge somebody $14, which it cost me to make this beer in a $14 16-ounce uh, four-pack for a beer that's at 5%? And the consumer's kind of like, Meh, I don't like that. Meh. 
Um, so what I hey, what when I, you see six packs that are like nine, ten bucks, fourteen dollars looks pretty high. Right, right. Well, the, it's it's four pack tall boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. four pack tall boys at fourteen, I would say, is the average, and six pack twelve ounce, maybe eleven. Okay, because I would say it's kind of like the average yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, around. Okay. Um, but if you are interested in, and it's so funny that I'm going to mention this place again today, but if you are interested in this sort of like IPL-ish type thing, go to Wayfinder. That relapse, uh, that relapse. Oh, I've had that. The relapse, cold, that's the cold IPA. That's the cold IPA. It's basically brewed like a lager, so it's cold fermented like you would a lager, but it's got ale yeast and traditional IPA hops. That's going to give you kind of some of what this idea is to give you that like hop forward uh aroma and bitterness and flavor but keeping the body light a little thinner but still giving you those ipa qualities you like all right at least that's how i describe relapse I- and relapse is relapse i mean the whole idea of cold ipa is something that i haven't really seen no. outside of those guys nope. and it doesn't shock me that kevin over there who's you know not the biggest hop guy you know, in in terms of traditional IPA hops, uh, is going to say, "Oh, okay, the, the the crowd needs needs an IPA. Okay, well, I'll make him an IPA, but I'm going to make it the way I like it." You know, he's a cold fermenter, uh, so I I would recommend if you if you out there are listening, you know, and shout out, I know RJ's doing this right now. If you're drinking this dry hop pilsner and you really like it, go look for some of those cold IPAs. I'm sure RJ's had, you know, relapse. I'd be surprised if he didn't. But that's kind of that idea to showcase the hops, but kind of pull you back from that, like like heavier, fuller ale body. I haven't had that beer in a while. I, I, last time I had it, I want to say it was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a memory attached to it in terms of what the flavor was like. But makes sense. Yeah, it if makes I, sense to me. When, when I head there, if they got some cans, I'll I'll grab a couple for you. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. This was cool. Yeah. I liked how different they were. I really did. I was expecting them to be similar, but you could like find nuances. It was like, no, this is a different beer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. And I will probably have one of these on draft when I go out there. I got a reservation for the rooftop. Ooh. Me and Abs like to sit outside if we go out. Well, let's say at this moment. All the things considered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, take a picture. Yeah, yeah, I was talking with uh, with Nick, our buddy at uh, at Berlick, and he was he was just there too, and he said they got a ton of loggers on draft, you know, and they obviously the three ways are there and stuff, but uh, I'm really interested to dig into some of the uh, some of the loggers, and he he kind of told me that Bowie looked like super busy, so I'll swing by and see, but if it looks super busy, I I, I probably won't go in. But they got outdoor seating there too. Yeah, they've got the deck that wraps around now, and I'm sure. Th- I mean. The problem with Bowie is they've got the train that goes by, but that's right. like their outdoor space. I bet you they maybe that parking lot they could have made into some seating over there. Yeah, we'll see. I just don't like really busy. Yeah, but Bowie's so beautiful. I know, I know. But you want to I, go right in the water? Yeah, but I, you know, I. Yeah, Thanks, Robert. It's my big uh, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, you, you uh, you're like, ah, oh, I've been there plenty of times. Yeah, I know. But every time you go, you get to look out that window and go, wow, mm-hmm. look at that view. And you can look down in the hole in the floor and see the seals. Born and and raised here, man. I'm used to it. That doesn't mean you can't appreciate (laughs) nice things. I've been here for 10 years and I still get wowed by Mount Hood every time I see it. Do you remember a couple weeks ago when you were making fun of me when we were at Freeman? I was just like, guys, the view, it's just amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You're just making fun of me. Now you're like, oh, you got to cut back and enjoy the scenery. You do. Yeah, whatever. You know, you just don't have to be drunk on the podcast going, <laughs> guys, I was not drunk. 
tipsy. I was excited. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. All right, let's get to our beer of the week next. Uh, very excited to share this beer with Patrick. I yeah, have had it. I have not. And um, we've already talked about it. So Ooh. talk about it. Tease. It's not relapse. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That'd um, be so funny. It was like, this beer like reminds me of like, uh, what's that beer? A relapse yeah. next on Beer of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, next on Beer of the Week, a beer that I've had and Patrick hasn't, and I think it's really good and it's a brewery we want to go to. Uh, that is next. Beers and Us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. I said you've heard the beer, talked about already. Uh, I love the name of the beer. It was my choice, so hint, hint, it was one of the beers I had this week, and it is the Thunder Island Brewing Remember the Forest IPA. I love that name, Remember the Forest. I don't Um, know, it just makes me think of like Eagle Creek, you know? Well, I'm on their website, and I'm on their menu. The description of said beer, which is 6.7% BT dubs. Ooh, that's my jam right there. Keep it under seven. IPA's under seven. Conceived during the Eagle Creek Fire. Bam! In the Columbia River Gorge, we pay homage to... So beautiful out there. Remembering the piney scent of adventure from our beloved forest, a classic Ooh. West Coast IPA with Simcoe, Amarillo, and Mosaic that delivers a clean, tasty floral IPA. No Ooh. wonder I like this one so much because mosaic isn't it? A little more, little more piney than citrusy, maybe. Uh, it's it's got it is more piney than citrusy, and it also, um, it also has a little bit more of like a fruity pop to it uh, than I expected based on uh, my first smell of the beer. But uh, I had not seen Thunder Island canned ever. Um, they are doing home deliveries. I just saw on their website, so that's cool. Although they're doing it to some of the Portland zip codes, um, so you know, check on there if you want to get some beer delivered to you. But this, I found this a market of choice, so they're also just distributing out out here as well. Boy, um, whenever they they went through a rebrand, maybe like a year ago or so, this is tight. Very cool. Yes. Like it's slick, it's clean. Massive kudos to these guys. I was just on their uh, Instagram page, kind of farting around looking because I I thought they were making a new tap room. Um, but I didn't see anything on there recently about it, so they must still be operating out of the old spot. Um, and just, I mean, the quality of their Instagram page is really nice, too. Yeah, they're doing a really good job, and I want to go there. And last time I went to Hood River, I was like, oh, you know, if we got time on the way back, I'll stop and see mm-hmm. if they're doing anything that's open. And we didn't have time, so we didn't stop there. But I uh, I really want to go out there, because first of all, I've only driven through Cascade Locks once. I've never actually been there. Uh-huh. Uh, this their place is right in the water, right? So yep. it's it's, it's a, a really cool little spot, right? Kind of at the base of the bridge of yeah, the gods. Yeah, I, I would love to go there. So I'd love to do an episode out there. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so yeah, this is the uh, the IPA that uh, the West Coast IPA that I found. You said a, Simcoe, Amarillo, and Mosaic. Mosaic. Yes, um, it is very piney. Uh, there's a little fruit pop to it as well, and. It is just a very nice West Coast IPA, easier drinking, hence the because of the lower ABV, and uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that lower ABV is helping the body. You know, it it doesn't come off super strong, which is something that I kind of like. Like right now, I'm drinking. We've got two IPAs on at Slabtown. Uh, Evan is my homie, Cashmere Waimea uh, Mosaic, and then we've got Wander Jack on draft as well. The Barley Browns collab. And I'm drinking them, and the, especially the Barley Browns is like such a rich, full body with just this awesome hop character coming at you. This is kind of more like what I like to drink, you know. 
I mean, I think Wander Jack is fantastic, and I keep drinking it over and over and over, but I'm a Wanderlust kid because it's a light-bodied, lower ABV. This is this is my kind of beer. This is damn good. Uh, do you get the little fruity pop that I, that I was kind of finding in the middle? Because it is piney. <clears throat> yeah. It is a little dank, and then I feel like there's this like little sneaky, like, Ha ha! Hi. Yeah, I get it. I get it in I'm the fruit. I get it in the aroma too. Yeah, I get a little fruity, little tropical in the aroma as well. Which you know, based on the description of the beer, I didn't know if I'd be expecting that flavor in it. But I, when I bought the beer and I saw that it was a clear IPA, I was like, okay, cool. I'm getting a West Coast IPA because on the can there's nothing, and I didn't, I didn't read about it. It just says India Pale Ale, and <laughs> these flavors are very, very good for my palate and IPAs mm-hmm. because I. I prefer the piney to the fruity. I prefer the dank, um, but having that little pop kind of really balanced it out for me as well. So I'm really, I'm really happy about this. This is cool, and I don't, I don't think I've had any of their hoppy stuff yet. I've had some of their lagers in cans that they put out, kind of. I think I want to say pre-COVID, uh, but I really dig this to the sense that I will probably grab a couple more. To have in my fridge. Cool. Just to like, you never know. Like sometimes we drink, and, and this has happened in the past. We've drank beers on this podcast, and I've been like, I really like that. I'm going to go buy more. Went and bought more and hated it. <laughs> and really? I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's placebo or what. Like we sit here and <clears throat> you're saying, I get this, I get that, and I'm I'm <clears throat> bouncing off you. Then all of a sudden I get home. I don't know if it's a mood I'm in or what, but. I've had some stuff that I, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, nor would I probably disclose it. But uh, I've had some stuff that I was like, oh, that wasn't as good as I remember thinking it was. <laughs> what the hell? I wonder if the fact that it's usually around one ish when we record this and it's our first beer. Of the yeah, day, you're we're just like so excited. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, beer, baby. beer time. Let's go. Can you imagine <laughs> if we recorded this podcast at like eleven o'clock at night? Oh God. <laughs> First, never, first of all. <laughs> you uh, know, this beer, uh, this beer sucks. <laughs> I'm over this. I've already had 12 beers yeah. today. You can't stop burping. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I drinking more? <laughs> no, yeah, we, re- we usually record this right around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is your first beer of the day. So it, I know, I maybe sure. that does kind of add into it to our flavor I profile. make sure to eat about 20 minutes before I leave the house. It takes me about 10, 15 to drive down here, so I get a little time to settle, mm. but I've got a full stomach. I've come in before, because I can. I am notorious for sometimes not eating, which is really dumb, but I'm working on it. I'm better at it now. Uh, and then I get down here, and we'll, we'll just, we, we just have beer of the week. Like, we'll be talking about something and not even have a beer in a segment. Have you noticed we start having more beers in segments now? I do. Yeah. I enjoy it. I'm <laughs> very happy that you well. started adding it in, yeah. <laughs> but I think back in the day, we used to just, like, have a segment. We'd talk yep. about dry hopping. Yep. And it'd be like, oh, yeah, because you get this aspect, and then, and you'd ask a question, and I'd say something stupid, and then be like, oh, let's get the beer of the week, man. I'm thirsty. <laughs> and now it's just like, so I have this. It's not related to the We already just all, had but... one beer each because we had half of each of those. <laughs> And now we had a half one of this. Yeah, we're good. Like, like the Pliny the Elder, I just got away with it being Pliny the Elder. But I was like, "You want to just drink this during the segment?" Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> I know that's what we should probably do. It doesn't have to be like a beer of the week, but like next week we could drink like Freem Pilsner because we just talked about really hoppy Pilsner. Well, I think next week we're going to drink one of the beers from the box. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Some of my favorite robot chickens. There's a zombie one. When someone's like, we're trapped. What do we do? Guy goes, I got an idea. 
let's get the Kool-Aid man. And he busts through the wall, but he's become a zombie himself. And he's like, oh, yeah, and just starts eating them all. <laughs> Pretty great. That's For me, it's the Family Guy scene where they're all, it's like a really bad thing happening in the house. And they're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And he busts through the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he looks at the, the vibe in the room and he goes, he just doesn't say anything. He just backs out slowly. <laughs> there's a hole in the wall. Um, all right, so that's going to do it for us today. Next week, we will do something while we're having one of the beers from the box. Uh, probably, I think we were pretty excited to try that sour, huh? I think so. Or the, the dark Saiz- sour? Yeah, or the Saison. Was that the other one? Uh, I don't remember. There was a sour and a dark Saison, right? Yeah. yeah Wait, well- I think they're both dark. Oh, really? I think the, I think it's a dark Saison, and I think it's a dark sour. Okay. Well, either I don't one, we'll have to look again. Either one of those will likely be the And beer. we have the Hellas, too. Yes. <clears throat> Either, and we have the BBA stouts. Um, the, either one of those will likely be the beer that we drink next week during a segment. Uh, and that's kind of, we'll kind of just kind of be in, intermittently adding those in as we keep moving forward. Plus, next week will hopefully be big announcement Thursday. Hopefully, if not, it'll be the week after. Episode 101 or 102, big announcement Thursday. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Back next week, Thursday at 4. Subscribe, rate, review, download wherever you find us. Instagram.com slash beers on us. Send us DMs and pictures and all that kind of good stuff. And we'll see you guys next week. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.